It's time to invest with intent on the Welka Wealth Podcast. Join Tiffany Welka each week as she gives you guidance to align your faith, morals, and goals to make your financial plan a true success. We have a special guest here today. His name is Father Steve Matea. Hey, Tiffany. <laughs> He's a priest in the Archdiocese of Detroit. Uh, we met a few years ago uh, when he was at Our Lady of Good Counsel Parish in Plymouth, Michigan. Um, today he serves at both St. Mary Mystical Rose and St. Francis St. Maximilian. It's a mouthful, Maximilian. isn't it? St. Francis St. Maximilian. Ray Township. <laughs> He's been on Ave Maria Radio's Catholic Connection. He's been on many pilgrimages. He has a YouTube video series called Ask Father Anything, where you can submit questions, and Father Steve will do a video response to answer your questions. Father Steve, can you tell them the email address? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Askfatheranything at gmail.com. Check it out on YouTube. Subscribe. Spread it around. Ask Father Anything. Father Steve has dedicated his life to the Lord, and today we have him on our show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Tiffany. (laughs) What do you want to talk about now? Well, Father Steve, you said in our last episode together that you um, are a straight carnivore. Yeah, I have a a strict diet and a a strict regiment of eating yeah and i know that you have somewhat of a strict (laughs) way of uh of eating too what what would you what would you define or classify your own eating habits or your your own dietary lifestyle so as most of my listeners know i am a vegan wow that's an odd that this is an odd moment isn't it what a good mix yeah so so i am a strict carnivore and so that that means that I, I don't eat any vegetables. I eat meat, salt, water, and I put in parentheses whiskey and wine. <laughs> meat, salt, water, whiskey, wine, and <laughs> in the, the rarity. Um, so I've been a uh, I've been a carnivore now for for eighteen months. Um, I don't know how much you want to go get into it. Really, I know that was kind of not really the question, but um, but yeah. So I feel I feel phenomenal. There's a lot of there's a lot of research on it now, and and uh, everyone always asks, "Isn't your cholesterol crazy? What about your sugars? What about your uh, triglycerides and heart?" And I just had a physical, and everything is perfect. Well, that's great news. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've uh, I've lost over. I mean, it's not even really necessary about the weight, but I've lost 65 pounds. But um, I'm sleeping for the first time in my life. It's my amazing. body doesn't ache, um, and I feel phenomenal. That's really good. And yeah. I, I would say the same thing about only eating vegetables. <laughs> complete opposite. <laughs> Literally complete opposite. <laughs> we do agree on a lot of things, though, Father. Uh, just not our dietary yeah. diets. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. We're good. I don't dislike you for eating vegetables. I don't dislike you for yeah, eating meat. That's okay. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> so most people don't think that health and wellness has anything to do with our finances. But, of course, I take a contrarian stand to this um, because the cost of prescription drugs continues to increase each year, 
along with Medicare costs, health insurance costs, co-pays. Staying healthy on the inside is just as important as every other aspect of our lives, including our finances. Father, do you have any examples of how your health and diet has affected your finances? Yeah, that, wow, that's a, that's a great question. I uh, I can I can just kind of attest again, just in the fact that I've lost I've lost some weight, and <clears throat> there's this I don't know how it is in uh, in the vegan world, but in kind of just in the world that I come from, in in, in a strict carnivore carnivoristic world which three other priests that I know are, are living this lifestyle now because I've, I've, uh, I've helped them jump on board that there's this there's this misnomer like oh my gosh that's so much more expensive right how are you gonna buy steak how are you gonna buy bacon and pork every day and aren't you going bankrupt right do they say that with you too they do yeah I hear a lot that being on a vegan diet is so expensive do you find that it is more expensive is a banana expensive no no no. Definitely not. Um, and and so for me, I also I, I, your question was you know any examples, but the the life for the priest is sometimes so hectic, and I'm on the go so much. So for me, what I was doing was I would buy I would buy ham and cheese, and I was just eating you know ham and cheese sandwich for dinner and one for lunch or then if I'm on the road it was just I would just pick up pick up something on the road and it was it was sushi or it was or it was uh, you know McDonald's or, or whatever it was it was just quick and and I just saw and because we live somewhat sedentary lifestyles too and and if we're not active and forceful with that I just noticed myself just start to start to really bulk up hit a hit a, a difficult period in my life with some other things and and I just I just really bulked up quite a bit and um, and so yeah, you know, I, I just I've seen that that the f- just being real strict with what I'm eating has helped my finances. So it's it hasn't I haven't found it to be more expensive in any way. It's actually less expensive when you're regimented and you're and you're structuring and planning your meals. Yeah. So same thing with <clears throat> with being vegan. I feel as if there's two different ways you can go because you can be like a junk food vegan, right? And all of the processed food is going to be just as unhealthy that way yeah. as if you were to eat a bunch of regular junk food. Yeah. So that also gets expensive. But if you stick to um, a regimen of making sure that you're you're making good choices and eating healthy for yourself, then you see a big difference, not only in your finances, but in your body too and the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of truth to that, yeah. So just... My big thing that I that I often now this is more about the diet than the finances, but what, which is the main. We'll reason. turn it around. Yeah, soon. but um, <laughs> my big thing that I just you know just really challenge people is if you're able to cut out whether you're going strict vegan or strict carnivore or keto or whatever, if you just really cut out those refined sugars yeah. and processed foods, you're going to feel a tremendous health benefit, which also transitions back into finances will help uh, will help you in the long run financially as well definitely it helped don't you think that um being healthier and um having a good doctor's report was also um helpful for your finances too yeah yeah absolutely i mean we as priests we we have Healthcare, right? But um, but it is just so important for us to to take care of ourselves so that we're not on um, exorbitant medications and um, yeah. and and 
knee I know someone who's really obese who just has to have another knee surgery and so those kinds of things perpetuate and and maintaining the temple of God that he's given to us yes and and, and all of that yeah God cares about our whole entire being just like you said and we're we're our bodies are temples right mm-hmm and all of it connects together. Faith, health, finances, everything in our life is connected. When we spend time strengthening our faith, our health, and our finances, we're giving glory to God. Would you agree? I would, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can't always control everything in our lives, but we have the ability to strengthen these areas if we realize that there's an area that we are weak in we can strengthen those areas, especially during the pandemic where we are right now. Um, other than prayer, is there a way, Father, um, that our listeners can accomplish their goals within their finances, their health, and their faith? Um, other than prayer. <laughs> yeah. Other than prayer, of course. Yeah. So, so goals are... So I'm a goal setter. Me too. And I, I think that um, just in the in just in the natural humanistic tendency of who we are as men and women, uh, it's so important to set goals. So when I sought out on my weight loss journey, it was really more about weight loss at first than it was than it was um, than it was getting healthy or even saving money. It was really so. It was right before my 40th birthday, my goal was 40 pounds in 40 weeks by the age of 40 <laughs> that was my goal and uh, and so I set it off right and I wasn't at first I wasn't even working out it was just I bought into the carnivore way of life I, I, I read so much and studied up on it and I bought into it and I said this is gonna make me better and um, and I, I had tried everything in the past and so that goal helped me achieve that and so um, we might fail in our goals we might struggle in our goals um, but to set goals is so important financially, job, um, church-wise, coming back to church, staying, remaining in prayer, um, getting advancing in, in work. It's so important to set goals. Yeah, I agree. I think that setting goals is so important for your finances, just like it is for your health too, um, what, and, and for your faith. Yeah, what would you say? I mean, how would they do it financially? What would be an example of that? So financial goals helps to create a path to where you want to go. So let's say, for instance, you wanted to pay off your mortgage and your mortgage was 30 years, right? Um, And it was $100,000. What would you have to do each month to make sure that you hit that goal? Yeah. You can create a goal that has a, a deadline and a dollar amount so that you can create a path on what you need to do now to make sure you reach that goal. Yeah, that's perfect. And I, and I would say the same thing too. In the spiritual life, uh, I often uh, use the image of like Arnold Schwarzenegger or a Olympian bodybuilder. And he doesn't start off bench pressing 250 pounds or 300 pounds. You work your way up to that. Exactly. And uh, and so sometimes the bring it back to health and, and wellness and all of that again is like we just look at the scale and it's only one pound, but my goal isn't one pound. The goal is 40 and so it's 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 a stepping process. And so when you re- when I reached that 40 pounds, it was 
it was truly one of one of like this this day of great celebration. Like I felt amazing, and, and it just proved to myself that I'm able to do something yes. really powerful. And I've done really great things in my life. I've yes, achieved yeah. some really great stuff. And so God is so good. And so if we challenge ourselves and set those goals financially, spiritually, wellness, I think they all play together. I think so too. See, I also think that setting goals is helpful to grow your faith too um there was a point that i realized that i i want i really wanted to do more with my faith but i just never did i don't know the day just kind of got away from you Hmm. and so being a planner that i am and you can relate to that i think oh yeah yeah. (laughs) i started scheduling time for prayer started scheduling time to do a rosary and to go to eucharistic adoration and to do these things i I had to put them in my schedule and set time aside to specifically make sure i i'm working on my faith and talking to god there's um there's definitely a connection in in the way that you can create a goal come up with a plan and be able to stick to it for faith for health and for finances amen Amen. Thanks be to God. <laughs> so there's definitely a link between finances and health. Do you see a link between health and the faithful to bring everything full circle? The health and the faithful. What do you mean by that? The health and the faithful. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, is there something that, like, for me, I can see that coming up with a goal health-wise um, for instance, you wanted to lose 40 pounds by the time you were 40, mm-hmm. right? Is it is there a link between setting goals for your health and setting goals to be more faithful? Oh, oh, like to be faithful. To I think be you meant faithful. The, yeah, to be faithful. I think you meant the faithful people in the pews, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I, I uh, to be more faithful. I think, I think again, you know. So faith is a supernatural virtue, we would say. Uh, it's not it's not superimposed at baptism, but we're given this grace at baptism. And so the faith is 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 a gift. It's a free gift. And uh, I love images. That's how God works with me is in images. So the image that I always use is like, you're going to give me this present for Christmas, right? You give Merry me this. Christmas. Thank you so much. You're so, you're so sweet. So, so I got a present <laughs> at Christmas, right? And I, I got this great present. I'm just going to put it on the shelf because you know what? I don't need another pair of socks. But what if it's not socks, right? Yeah. So a present is given. A present has to be received. I could just push it back and say, "No, no, no! I don't. I really don't want you, yours, Ryan's your husband. Mm-hmm. I don't want your and Ryan's socks, right? Yeah, you guys always give me junky gifts. I have to receive. Oh well, well, I'm just saying, right? So I'm, they don't. They don't. But I'm, I'm just saying, right? Like I have to receive the gift. Gift right. has to be given. Has to be received. It has to be unwrapped, and then I open it up. Oh my gosh! It's not a pair of stinky socks. <laughs> Wow, it's a it's it's a it's a brand new wallet, right? Or or it's or as a kid, you know, it's it's a new it's a new toy truck, and then that gift has to be given, received, unwrapped, and then put into use. So even if I do get the the toy truck, I can't still then put it up on the shelf. I have to use it. So gift that gift of faith in that same sense of wellness and uh, preparedness and. Um, 
and just goal setting is to say, okay, God, give me the gift, help me unwrap it, I wanna receive it, now help me put it into use. And so I want, I wanna, I wanna receive that faith. That's beautiful. Yeah, well, that's from God. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, and he, uh, he is the, he's the great giver. Well, Father, thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Welka Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Welka. This is Father Steve. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> God bless you. The Welka Wealth Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Subscribe today and never miss an episode. Just look for the Welka Wealth Podcast and keep listening.